Another adventure has begun here on the Huntington University Comets podcast. I am your host, Shane Alberani, and we have another spectacular show for you here today. We've had a lot of requests for this guy, and I finally nailed him down. Well, I finally asked him to be on the show, but Drake Ripsha is here, and he was a great guest, so I'm going to stop jabbering. Here is myself and Drake Ripsha from this week's episode of the Huntington University Comets podcast. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, rim check, rim shot, rim shot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> make some funny jokes in the room about all that kind of, all the ones we've heard about my name, so it's been, uh, it's been pretty funny. And it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's really not that hard. You know, it's, I've gotten rim shot, rim shot, rim chick, like you said. <laughs> that one overtime goal I scored a couple of years ago, obviously, rim chick was the famous call, and then a lot of the guys like to still bring that up to this day, so it's funny. Yeah, we're referring to my, my former uh, partner, God love him, Robbie Irons, who would do that to you. Yeah, yeah. That was a good goal. Big yeah. goal, and it was uh, yeah. obviously a, a funny moment that still sticks in the room. And, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, even though they're the ones that weren't there, they still they're on the joke now, yeah. so yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely funny. Yeah, yeah. So, well, man, you're a. Uh, I mean, you come from a hockey background. I mean, you've yeah. been doing this forever. I mean, just with your, I mean, your old man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Going into my fifth year, it's you know, it's it's flown by, obviously, yeah. and uh, you know, to think I'm already in year five, the body's starting to feel like it's year five a little bit. You know, a couple bru- bumps and bruises, but yeah, like you said, I've yeah. been. Uh, been blessed to come from a, a background of hockey and you know my dad uh my dad playing college hockey and then you know playing in the nhl yeah. and then uh right around 10 years in europe and then uh my uncle also played at western michigan just like my dad and you know he had a decent pro career too played yeah. about six seven years and my brother also played college hockey at dartmouth and uh now he's in his fourth year pro as well so definitely a, a hockey family for sure <laughs> and tell me the story about what's your connection with the red wings it's a crazy uh, yeah so uh, yeah. i i played for uh detroit little caesars yeah. my entire life and uh practice at joe Louis arena you know three yeah. times a week and then uh you know my dad obviously being in the hockey world knew a lot of yeah, people yeah. too and uh yeah, just got to do a lot of, you know, a lot of cool things as a kid. Like I said, practicing at Joe Louis Arena. Um, got really close. You know, my dad was really good friends with Al Sabaka, the famous yeah, yeah. Zamboni driver for yeah. the Red Wings. So I got to, you know, ride the Zamboni probably four or five times a year during intermissions. <laughs> he would bring me down to the dressing room after games. Um, yeah, probably the coolest one when I was a kid uh, when Mike Medano came home yeah. and, and signed with the Red Wings. I got to... You know, he was a Little Caesars kid too, so they wanted yeah. uh, they wanted a Little Caesar player to yeah. uh, hand him his Red Wings jersey. So I was lucky and blessed enough to be able to do that. So looking back, it's obviously you know a really cool experience. I don't don't think I understood it quite what was going on when <laughs> right. I was that age, but looking right. back now and having the picture, you know, framed and signed is obviously yeah. you know a really cool uh, experience. Obviously, one of the if not the best American hockey player of all time. Yeah, and uh, I mean you. I mean you've just been around the game your entire life, I and mean, it's crazy that. Yeah, I mean I lived in lived in yeah. Germany till I was four, so I got to. Oh, were you, you were born over there? Uh, I wasn't. My okay. mom was too scared to have no. me over there, so uh, you know, it was n- nineteen ninety eight. She wasn't too familiar with. Uh, sure, it would have hosp- been fine. Yeah, hospitals and, and not throwing you know European countries under the bus by any means. But my mom, uh, she had me in the states, and then when I was you know big enough to fly, yeah, went to yeah. Uh, to Germany with my with my old man, and was there till I was about four years old, and you know yeah, just remember. I mean, I don't remember, but you know, seeing pictures of me, me, yeah. me and my brother on the ice with my dad after practices and stuff, and 
obviously cool experience growing up around the rink and you know just seeing the day-to-day -day, uh the day-to-days of uh, being a professional hockey player. Yeah. Now, your your dad probably would have played in Fort Wayne, not for Fort Wayne, but against the Comets, right? Yeah, back when it was the old IHL. Yeah, yeah. he played for the Spiders in San Francisco. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I think he, uh, I know he played here a couple times. Um, yeah, I said the Coliseum, the jungle is still <laughs> the exact same, so <laughs> it's probably a little nostalgia coming back for him when he comes and watches his play, so yeah. he enjoys it. Yeah, and there was a lot on that team that he played for in San Francisco. There was a a lot of ex comets on that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Bruce actually coached my dad too. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. crazy little little small world there. So, yeah. and they're from St. Catharines as well, just like my old man. So, a lot of connections here to to Fort Wayne yeah. for sure. It's such a small world. Yeah, it's crazy. Hockey, hockey world, it's crazy. Is a small world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he may have. He, I don't know if he would have. Him and Ben were on the set. We're in Flint, but I'm sure. If, I'm sure if they were there together. No, they yeah. didn't cross paths. So what happened? Yeah. My dad retired. Not too sure what year it was he retired, but uh, uh, he ended up making a little bit of a comeback when he yeah. was 36. I yeah. think he played about six games yeah, yeah. for Flint. Yeah. And uh, so that was cool. Obviously, I was kind of at the age where I understood more of what was going on. And and it's actually funny, too. My Well, it's not funny, but um, <laughs> my uncle's he's 10 years younger than my old man. So yeah. he was, uh, when he was playing for... Port Huron a little bit. He played for Flint, so I kind of got to experience yeah. another kind of lifestyle of you know seeing pro hockey and hanging out down in the room. Because yeah. that was that's probably when I was eight or nine. So I kind of got to like I said, kind of know more yeah. about what's going on and how cool it was to to see your uncle playing professional hockey and going down the room and hanging out with the boys after and yeah. after a big win and you know seeing uh, so yeah, all the experiences I had are it's uh, not many people get to experience it so. Like we said, it kind of comes full circle that I've been kind of born into the game, and yeah, you know, it's just been a part of me my entire life. And uh, and your brother plays still, right? He's yep, over in Europe. Yep, yeah, he's over in Europe. He's, so. he's, he's older. He's two years older okay. than me. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he uh, he went to college route. He went to. He's a smart guy, so he played uh, <laughs> played played at, He got the brains for sure. But uh, he uh, he's a great player, and you know, he had a good good college career, and then. Uh, Played one year in the coast, and then he's been uh, yeah. in Europe for three years now, so he loves it. You guys ever played together? Uh, actually, so my <laughs> first year pro, when I uh, I signed my entry level with, with L.A., I got sent down to Manchester, and uh, he, he signed with Manchester for the playoffs. So I, I, we didn't get to play a game together, oh, but okay. we were on the same team for about two weeks there, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's, you guys are still young, so it can still happen, you know? Yeah, you never yeah. know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how does your mom handle all this stuff? I mean, she well, must have been a saint. I mean, yeah. two brothers, yeah. almost the same age, yeah. you know, and you guys are playing travel hockey. You're doing all of this stuff. Yeah. Growing up, my mom, <laughs> she was she was actually harder on me and my brother than my old man, than my dad was. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, if we had a bad game, we definitely heard it more from our mom than than we did from our dad yeah. so it's kind of a different dynamic where most people say oh my mom just you know says great game no matter what <laughs> but if i had a to this day if i have a bad game like my mom's the first person to, really? to call me out on it you know you weren't skating you didn't hit anyone you didn't do any shots on that you didn't do this i'm like geez mom like 24 years old now i think i know when i when i have a bad game but i mean it, it comes from a place of uh of love and support and yeah. you know like i said my you know, it takes uh, it takes a special woman to to do this lifestyle with us. Obviously, it's not easy. It's uh, it's a big selfless, you know, lifestyle for that that they do. And my mom did it for for 15 years, and yeah, 
she's an angel and you know like you said putting up with me and my brother <laughs> along the same age so it's uh it was fun for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now with your your dad being an I mean NHL, I mean he's a hockey hockey lifer. You yeah. Know? I mean, did he like point you guys in that direction right away, or did he like didn't care what you guys uh, did? No, I mean obviously, obviously growing up you want to do, you want to do what your dad did, yeah. but he never he never forced us to do anything. I mean my uh, my mom's uh, my mom's dad was a football coach and yeah, and a baseball coach as well. So he kind of. When it came down to the decision of what we were going to play, me and my brother obviously played all sports. And, you know, with my grandpa, like I said, he was a football and baseball coach. And when it came time for us to decide, he was kind of getting in our ear a little bit, <laughs> trying to get us to play football and baseball. And my dad was not getting in our ear, but he knew that we were yeah. always going to choose hockey. But yeah. I think my grandpa, he's the most supportive man, nicest man I ever met. But to this day, I think he might be a little upset that we didn't choose baseball or football. Oh, really? Did you, uh, did you play any football? Or, or I played just football as a, a kid, yeah. yeah, when I was little. And then, yeah. uh, obviously, with, with scheduling, it kind of yeah. got to the point where – you know, I had to pick and pick yeah. what I wanted to do, and you know, obviously, I chose hockey, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> you're doing pretty good for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No, I don't think I got the size for football. So yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so you have your own Wikipedia page. There are very <laughs> many comments you've had Wikipedia pages. Dude. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, been blessed. Uh, like, uh, been blessed to have where I've played and what I've done so far in my five years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been a whirlwind, but it's been a you know it's been the best best time of my life. You know what I mean. And you got one game in the NHL. Yep. Now, how cool was that? What was, what was that? Okay, you were on a taxi squad, right? Yeah. Okay, so you you were in the bubble, right? I no, LA no, you didn't, weren't. LA didn't go to the bubble. That okay. was only for for teams in the playoffs. So LA gotcha. did okay, do the bubble. So that was, okay. okay. But uh, yeah, this kind of a really long story. Is obviously <laughs> you guys know it was a weird year. Yeah. Um, you know, just being on the taxi squad the entire season and um you know on game days if you're playing on the games in the mornings you take two covid tests if you're not playing you take one so obviously the entire year i was in the so you kind of were in the bubble i mean just yeah yeah, yeah no i, was, I mean we weren't <laughs> yeah. allowed to do anything yeah. like we would fly to places and just yeah. hunker down in your rooms and you could hang out in the meal room but other than that couldn't go out for dinner couldn't do anything yeah. and um yeah just like i said just kind of just working working my tail off and shutting my mouth and speaking when spoken to and you know trying to trying to show them that I deserved deserved a shot and deserved a chance and uh the game that I was playing I was the first time I ever took two COVID tests so obviously I didn't know if I was playing or if I was going to be you know taking warm-ups or anything but I called my dad I texted my dad I was like hey just so you know I just (laughs) took two COVID tests so be ready like I might be playing tonight and then uh the coach came in and wrote the lineup on the board and you know I was playing I was I was sitting in the uh on the taxi (laughs) squad table where we would always obviously it's a signed seating because you know there's it it was that time of year because they wanted everyone to sit in the same guys sit together at the same time in case so obviously COVID didn't spread if it happened and the taxi squad table is in the back and you know when the coach wrote the lineup board everyone's head turned to me and I was just in shock. I think my jaw was on the floor and everyone was always was super happy for yeah. me. And I went down and went down and called my dad and, you know, told him the good news. And then uh, he started crying and I said, uh, <laughs> I'll great. throw him under the bus. He's, he's, he's a mush. He started crying. Yeah. And I said, no, I go, I got to go back upstairs to, to the meal. I go, I'm leaving. Cause if you start crying I'll probably start crying. Yeah. So I'm good. I was like, I'm playing get here. And then uh, lucky enough, my, uh, my mom, my dad, 
aunt, uncle, brother, and my uh, my uh, head coach from when I was on Little Caesars. He came he came to the game yeah. too. So it was uh, it was nice to have everyone there for sure. Yeah, yeah. that was in Colorado. Yep, in Colorado. So, so how did everyone get there? I mean, they just, I mean, that was the day of. They managed yeah. to get the flight. No, I mean, as soon as I told them, they. Yeah. Found the fastest flight they they could get there, and they made it right right up. My brother was there for warm ups, so he got to see like the rookie lap and, yeah. and warm ups and everything like yeah. that. My parents got there literally right after, right before the national anthem, so it was, it was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So what was it like? Get, I mean, seriously, I mean, what was it like stepping on the ice? Uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'll tr- I mean, I'm not trying to give you the old cliche answer. Oh, no, it's, I know, it's I mean, just another it's hockey fine. game, yeah. but I mean. It's at the end of the day, is it another hockey game? But yeah. at the same time, it's it's yeah. your NHL debut. So I mean, uh, I had a it was such a good good group there, and uh, and you know a lot of them are they're unbelievable guys, and you know they all just kept reminding me like, yeah, just I know it's it's just another hockey game, but at the same time, it's it's your first game, like. Yeah. Don't take it. Don't take it for granted, yeah. and you know, experience it and relish in this enjoy opportunity yeah. and enjoy it, and you know, it was a lot of that. It was. Uh, you know, it was a lot of excitement, obviously, and you know, looking up the crowd because that they were uh, they allowed fans back, so it was uh, they had fans yeah. in the building, so it was kind of just you know, enjoying it and taking in the moment. But I mean, I think I said this in my my post game interview or whatnot. It was uh, it was uh, enjoying the moment, but also you know, being ready for my next shift and you know the job that that I had to do, and yeah. you know, so obviously after the game, you get to enjoy it a little bit more than. Then when you're playing in it, you get to kind of feel what just like wow, I just, you know, I just played in the <laughs> NHL, you know. So it's uh, it was definitely awesome. Yeah, yeah. Who was on your line that night? I played with Gabe Velarde and Leah Anderson. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So it was uh, two of my good buddies there. So it was it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a terrific story. And yeah. you were you got drafted. So yeah. what was it like being drafted? I mean, when you get your name called and yeah, so yeah. it was uh, my original draft year. I I broke my leg, so I I broke my femur my original draft year. So then your femur, yep, broke my that femur. That had to have been horrible. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it sucked. That's your thigh bone, right? That's, yeah, it was yeah. right above. Well, they at first they thought it was my knee because it was right above. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of right above my knee, but it ended up going right through the growth plate and then, and up. So. Yeah, broke my femur. I was out for for four months. Came back from the femur, hurt my shoulder. So it was, it was just a year from hell, yeah. to be honest with you. And then, um, you know, obviously with injuries and everything, you you're gonna need confidence. You don't you don't get drafted your first year round. Yeah, yeah. Your confidence kind of you know you can go one of two ways. You can either you know sulk in it or you can put the work boots on and you know and figure it out. And that's that's what I did. I had a really good really good third year in the OHL and. Um, time came to to the draft, and it was in Chicago, so it wasn't too far of a drive for for me and my family. And so uh, a couple of us went went down to the draft, and you know, obviously to hear your name called, it's uh, obviously another dream come true that you know you don't want to take it, yeah. you're not taking advantage of, and obviously it's something that you know all kids dream of doing. And to, to be lucky enough to hear to hear my name called and be there, and you know, get the jersey and do all that was was awesome. And it's also kind of excruciating because you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. Yeah. So and obviously, just <laughs> talking to my agent, he's like, "We're thinking you're gonna go, you know, in this in this range and these couple rounds, yeah. and those rounds come and go, and then all of a sudden I'm in the fifth round and." I'm looking up at the board and I'm like, I don't, I haven't really talked to any of these teams and 
you know, maybe you only talk to one of those teams. So then you obviously start getting nervous and the anxiety starts to get going. And then I think it was the fourth round we heard, you know, I was, I was playing for Sarnia and the Sarnia Sting. They go from the Sarnia Sting and I like almost <laughs> stood up and I like, I was like getting red. I was like half up and, yeah. was, and they ended up calling my other teammate. I was like, oh, like I started clapping. I'm like, I was happy for him. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I thought that was, thought that was the one. But uh, no, it obviously, uh, I ended up getting drafted, like I said, in the fifth round. Yeah. So it was, uh, everything worked out. So the teams reach out to you? How, I mean, how does it work? I mean, yeah, they kind of yeah. just call you and, you know, it's. I mean, it's like you hear from multiple teams. Like they call yeah. you. It's yep. like an interview. It, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. job interview. Right. Right. It's right. the same thing as. You know, anyone trying to get a nine to five, right. they're going to want to know more about you and and your background, where you come from, yeah. and who, how you are as a person, and your character of you. So, yeah, they kind of just they just call you and and then you just go from there and hope hope the interview went well. <laughs> Was the Kings one of the teams that called you? The Kings, yeah, they, they called okay. me. Actually, no, they didn't call me. I met them. I met with them in person. Okay, so that was the only one I did in person, and that was kind of a frightening. <laughs> frightening job interview I've never, you know, i was 18 years old and right. i was getting asked some some pretty interesting tough questions and what do they ask you uh <laughs> i mean you you hear from the nfl draft and stuff like that they just they just try and it's nothing bad i mean because they want to know uh, how you're right. going to respond under pressure right, and everything right, right, like that right. so it's they don't ask you anything bad but they just kind of ask you certain questions to put you in certain situations, situations to gotcha. see how you would react to them so i, I remember i remember leaving it and i had Pit stains all the way down, <laughs> all the way down in my underwear. I mean, it was just—it was stressful. But I, like I said, clearly it clearly it went well enough to where they liked me and wanted to draft me. So yeah. like I said, it worked out. Yeah, your dad wasn't drafted, was he? Yeah, or he was, was. Yeah. So it's like I mean, obviously it was probably worlds different from when he got drafted. Yeah, than you got drafted. Yeah. So he uh, his draft was in Detroit. He got drafted to St. Louis and then got traded to Quebec with Tony Twist. So those two, that's a tough guy. Those, yeah, <laughs> taught my dad how to fight. Oh my God, that's, yeah. That's Kelly, Kelly Chase, yeah, and Kelly, Tony, Chase, Kelly Chase, and Tony Twist were two of my dad's best buddies. So those are two guys I would not mind having mm, on my ex side. Exactly. So it's, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself tough by any. I mean, I, I, I like to think I can hold my own weight, but yeah. you know, I learned a lot from from my dad he was a tough player and you know obviously you learned from two of the best fighters of all time so yeah. whenever whenever he was teaching me stuff obviously i always always paid attention but yeah he got yeah he got drafted to st louis then traded quebec and then uh played six games for for the nordiques that one year and then and then went to europe wow yeah i, I remember kelly chase well tony twist both played for peoria yeah from, that's where played. my dad played with them yeah and yeah. played here in fort wayne so yeah, yeah so yeah those two guys were <laughs> they're scary were they're scary dudes <laughs> scary dudes just hearing some of the stories my dad my dad says about the the times that he obviously the times are a lot different than uh, yeah different. than when he played so his he was actually uh he was in the the allen trip he uh, he works down in texas oh okay from time to time okay. so he it just worked out that he was there in business when yeah. We were in Allen, so he came out to dinner with with probably eight of us, and he was just telling war stories from back in his day, and all the boys <laughs> were loving. It. He was telling stories for two and a half, three hours, and all the boys were loving it. And then after, we're like, dude, like we don't have any stories like that. Like, <laughs> right? like what do we do? I'm like, yeah, the, the times are times, the times are, different. are different, and he, we're always like, God, like, what what are we gonna say to our kids when they ask us what pros <laughs> like? Like, your dad's got these crazy war stories about Tony Twist and Kelly Chase and the fights and the yeah. brawls, and I'm like, yeah, 
times have changed yeah so i mean like i said it's fun it's fun hearing his like i he could go on for days about right the stories that he's had and and just to, just to be a guy to lean on to yeah because like i said he's been through anything i've been through or i'm going through he definitely has <laughs> has gone through and done the same thing so he's he's a good person to lean on for sure and you probably feel like i can't complain my yeah. old man has been through war and i've been, been through nothing. exactly i mean some of the, the brawl stories i mean guys fighting in hallways and, yeah i mean he's got a story of a backup goalie sawing the other goalie's blocker in half in the dressing room like just crazy stories that you can't even think of. And I'm wow. sitting here, I'm like, well, I was just in a, I saw a goalie fight <laughs> yeah, last Friday. Yeah, I'm like, that's yeah. probably the coolest thing. I've <laughs> Funny story about that one. My, uh, How much fun was that? That was awesome. It was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen live on the ice. But uh, this stems back to my dad. So like, he is very, when he's watching games, he has no emotion. Yeah. Like if I score, he's the exact, just sits there, leans forward, he's got his, He's got his elbows on his knees and he's yeah. just watching. Even when I score, if I make a nice play, if I do anything, he's just cool as a cucumber. And then when I saw fans fighting, I kind of, the game was over, so I kind of peeked up at my dad to see what he was doing. He's on, he's standing up, he's clapping, he's, you know, he's throwing his hands above his head, he's going nuts. I'm like, dude, fans, I can't even get my dad to stand up out of his seat. I'm like, and you got him to stand up out of his seat. He, he was loving it, so it was awesome. Yes. Okay, so what was it like on the ice that night when that, I mean, you two, doesn't happen very often, two goalies squaring up. No, it I doesn't, mean, it doesn't you, you happen You just sit often. around and you're just well, watching this. I, I mean, wasn't it Wheeling? Was When Siebes fought their goalie, was that, that was also Wheeling? No, that was Kalamazoo. Correct. That was Kalamazoo. Yeah. Okay, so when, when that happened with Siebes, their goalie was kind of, coming down at fans yeah. like was slamming a stick and fans is like no i'm not gonna fight you and yeah. then we weren't chirping fans we were kind of giving them a hard time the other day we we're like dude like how many opportunities are you gonna have to get into a fight like like what do you like just just do it and he's like explain to us how is he's completely strapped down his chest protector so yeah. he's like i can't throw, throw a punch he's yeah. like i can't throw a punch and we're like okay so that makes sense and then friday Goalie goes right up to him, and I'm still I'm on the ice. I'm like, well, I don't think he's gonna get out of this one. I'm like, he's, he's got to do it. And like, he's got to do it. And then obviously we all know what happened. I mean, the, yeah. the left jab and the right bombs. I mean, and I'm and after the game, I'm like this guy said he couldn't throw, and he's throwing absolute bombs. So I mean, it was. I think the the most fun we had about with it was. After the fight, after it all kind of calmed down, the next day we're we're watching the video over and over again, and every time you watch it, you just pick a different guy in the background to watch. <laughs> after the fight, I mean, you had Siebes going up and down, banging a stick. You had you had Boots jumping down on the bench yeah. like a little kid. I mean, just seeing every single person's reaction when a fight was over was was the best part of it. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard the building that loud. Yeah, yeah. Fance was more in shock of everything of what right. just happened. He's like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a crazy scene. But obviously, like I said, not you don't see it too often. Yeah. so it was pretty, pretty yeah. crazy to see. Yeah. But you were involved in that one in Jacksonville a couple years ago. I mean, not involved, but you well, were there. You were. <laughs> I was there. I was on the ice. I remember I grabbed a Clark brother, and I'm like, "Please don't hurt me." <laughs> I'm 21 years old. I'm like, please don't hurt me. I'm like, I'm grabbing you because I have to grab someone. I go, he was. I don't. I don't how was the Clark brother the last guy to not be grabbed? And I'm like, I'm not fighting this guy. I right. can't do anything with this guy. He'd kill me. So I just kind of grabbed him, and then he broke off me. And I'm like, 
and the next thing you know, we got seven guys yeah. throwing bombs from the bench, and then Clark's <laughs> trying to fight the ref. And I'm just like, what is going on? What are we doing? I think we finished that game with like six forwards and four D, and then Brady Shaw ended up getting hit late in the third, and we lost him, and then yeah. it was just a crazy game. Yeah. But I think that one was more chaos yeah. than anything, and this one was more like, okay – these guys are fighting, and then all of a sudden, Fance is fighting. It was, I think it was more it was controlled chaos. We'll, yeah. we'll put it that way. The Jacksonville one was just utter chaos. <laughs> so you've got some stories. See, we're bringing them up yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. I got, I, got a, I got a couple. I got, I got some good ones. So, yeah. But no, the, the Jacksonville one was definitely – that was crazy. Yeah. That was – yeah. I, re- I remember making fun of Jason Binkley, who I adore. Uh, yeah. We were coming home, and I'm like, so, Binks, what, what did you do? You were <laughs> – you weren't doing anything. It's like I well, wanted to say something, and there's yeah. Jason Binkley doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the I just like we were actually talking about how tough that team was the other day. Yeah, because I remember I got. I mean, Cody Sola used to play here. He we were playing in Florida, and he, yeah, that that whole weekend. It was yeah, like, it kind of started with you. Yes, when Solar going upside your head. Yeah, he baseballed me in the head for no reason. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I did to him. <laughs> Deserve that. But then I get up, and then I see Chase Stewart come on the ice. I see Taylor Doherty come on the ice. Yeah. I see Kyle Hawes, Matt Bowden, AJ Jenks. I'm like, I don't got to do anything. Right. Look at these mutants. They're gonna take, <laughs> these mutants are going to take care of him. So, I mean, like I said, I was lucky enough to where we had some tough guys on that team where I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it's nice a, you got some escorts. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, I appreciate, appreciate everyone that does that role. I mean, it's... It's uh, it's a scary it's a scary role, but you know I I personally believe that it belongs in hockey and everyone. Yeah. I personally believe that fighting belongs in hockey and you need you need some toughness on your team. But you know I have all all the respect in the world for the guys who do that. Yeah, yeah. But you've been known to drop them. Well, yeah, not very often. But you have. I do it when I have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do it when I have to. I think I fought five or six times yeah. last year and obviously got that one that I that I had here and I was I was going on the jumbotron, I was giving it to all the boys. I was trying to pump up the crowd but no one was really yeah. no one was really giving it. But yeah. yeah. No, I do I like I said, I don't I wouldn't consider myself ultra tough, but I definitely feel like I can I hold can hold my, I can hold my own. If you need to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you were back and forth between Hershey and Fort Wayne last year. Now Hershey is maybe the the AHL version of Fort Wayne. Yeah. So what I mean, what are the similarities? Because I've never seen a game in Hershey, but yeah, it's like no, it's, you're it's, talking the crowds and the fan support. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's I can I mean I feel like Hershey's kind of the mecca of the AHL, yeah. and we like to call Fort Wayne the mecca, yeah. the mecca of the East Coast League. So it's too, you know, I was there. I was actually wondering. I mean, you probably know the answer. I was there for Hershey's three thousandth win. Yeah. How many do we do the comments have? Uh, we're getting cl- we're I want to say about twenty six hundred. Yeah, I think because that was I mean like we said it was yeah. two of the most storied. Yeah, because they've got minor like twenty league. years on us. They yeah. started in the thirties, right? So, but I mean it's two two very known organizations yeah. to be a part of. Uh, be a part of both of them was obviously really special and really cool, and just all the history and you know obviously the Champions Night here we had the other night and seeing all those guys come back. And, yeah, you know obviously the support we get from the fans is awesome. And, uh, you know, just coming back to Hershey, it's very, very similar to here. It's, you know, it's small town-ish and, you know, they love their hockey. Just extremely similar to here. Yeah. I mean, were you there for Teddy Bear Toss? I was. <laughs> yeah. I was there for Teddy Bear Toss. No, <laughs> that's one thing we can't hold a candle to. Like, yeah. It, it was invented. In yeah. Not many people. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously, 
that's also a cool thing to to witness. I mean, just I mean, it, I think it was like thirty thousand bears. Yeah. It takes takes forever to clean up, but it's <laughs> it's obviously something really cool. And um, you know, that's a game that I won't forget. Just seeing how, like I said, just how, just <clears throat> in general, how many bears are on the ice, yeah. and you know, the building filled the capacity and and whatnot. So yeah, it was really really cool. Yeah. Four ways cooler though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I mean, a, a full house of the Coliseum is different than the full house. It is, there, yeah. it is for sure. Is yeah, we can fill this place up. So yeah, yeah. The playoffs will fill, will fill it up for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, you've been around Fort Wayne now a while. I mean, yeah, keep coming back. Yeah, keep, I mean, keep finding my way back here. Yeah. So I mean, you obviously like it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, ever since I mean, I got sent down here when I was uh, when I was twenty one. Yeah. And was that the co- was that the year that we that was the year we got shut down? Okay, it was the okay. Yeah, yep. everything's so that, running together for me. I know. <laughs> yeah, so that was the year everything got shut down. So I was that was here. That was actually Bowden's Matt Bowden's rookie year. Yeah. So I kind of took him under my wing. <laughs> you know, obviously he's a lot older than me, but I, you know, someone had to show him the ropes oh, of yeah. the professional yeah. hockey, and I, you know, gave him the pleasure of doing that. It's it was, like you're not at the University of New Brunswick yeah, now. Okay? I was this like, is, hey, this, this is for real. This isn't UNB Bugs. This is this is professional hockey, and you're a rookie, <laughs> and I'm not. So go get my bag. <laughs> I love that. Pick up the pucks too. But no, I mean, uh, he, he's one of my best friends here, so we like to tease him, and we know we give it to each other. But yeah, I mean, just coming back to Fort Wayne, it's I had a great time when I was 21 here. Obviously, Bouds was here, and you know, got built a really good relationship with him, and built a good relationship with Benny and Legs. And you know, obviously, the next year was the uh, was the uh, Taxi Squad year. Yeah, I only played two hockey games that year, so when it came time for to get a contract. Um, you know, I couldn't get one. Just you know, teams were saying he only played. He only played two right. games. You know, they didn't really have much, much tape on me. And you know, I when it came time to it, and having to to sign in the East Coast League, there was only one spot that I wanted to be. And you know, obviously that relationship that I built with, you know, Bouds and and mm-hmm. Petey and and uh, you know Benny and Legs, and then obviously meeting all the UNB boys and you know Coop, Markey, and you know all the other guys. So it was it was a spot that I definitely wanted to be at and uh you know i was fortunate enough like you said obviously to, to end up in hershey for most of the year and then and come back for a little bit but then uh you know this year signed a signed a contract with bakersfield and you know ended up found my way back, back found my way back to fort wayne <laughs> so i mean uh, it's you know it's the most fun that i've had this this year's the most fun that i've really? had so yeah it's, really it's an unbelievable group of guys oh, that's cool it's just such a blast coming to the yeah. rink every single day and you know hanging out with uh you know, with all the guys, so yeah. it's awesome. And I love it how you you have a different gear. Like when you go to Toledo, I know you you love playing in Toledo. I I do like <laughs> playing in Toledo. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 a rivalry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's those are the moments as a player that that you that you that you get up for that you live for those those big games. So, you know, I've had uh, had some success. I mean, I'm gonna knock on wood right now. You know, I've. <laughs> I've liked playing that building. It's just it's a different energy, you know. Every time you yeah. play Toledo, whether it's here, whether it's there, it's it's usually a packed house here, and it's it's packed house there as well. Yeah. So it's always a high intense game. Every game, every time we play Toledo, it feels like a playoff game. It's uh, obviously, like I said, we all know the the rivalry that that is there, and you know, because last year when you shushed the crowd was just a baller move. I just love that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably. Not that smart looking back now. I mean, 
It was entertaining. That, it was, from, yeah. from my point of view, well, yeah. that was entertaining. I did it I for loved you. It. Thank I did it, you. I did it for you. Thank you. I did it for you. So we'll see if there's. Yeah. Leave it at that. Is that something that would make your old man mad? Like if he, ah, uh, he kind of just looks at me and he's like, "What are you? What, what are you doing? What are you doing?" I'm like, "It's Toledo. It's a rivalry yeah. game, you know." Was, was, I think I was, this is the goal. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't do it if it was like the first goal of the game or anything, but you know, it was kind of that, that. That game put it out of reach. I yeah, think. yeah, I put it, was, it out of reach. Yeah, and, you know, I was a little ticked off that game. Just yeah. it was a lot of it was a lot of chippiness and. You know, I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy, so yeah. when I saw the opportunity to do it, I just pounced on it, and <laughs> I don't regret it either. I don't. <laughs> I'm sure the Toledo fans don't really love it, but I don't regret it. Right, yeah. right. But it's it's good. I, I mean, they don't boo nobodies, as they say, so it's yeah. like, if you go into another building and they hate you, I think you've done your job, and yeah. it's like, that That feels like cheers to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I fought in Toledo. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I like playing in that building. It's something about it. I feel like, you know, obviously, it's a hostile environment, and they're kind of right on top of you, yeah. and, you know, we hear everything that they're saying <laughs> to us when we're on the bench, and... You know, stuff stuff said, and like I said, the just the overall chippiness of the games that that happens against Toledo. It's your adrenaline gets going a little bit more, so you kind of, you know, when I scored, I had kind of an out of body experience, and just <laughs> first thing that came to my mind. So like, I was yeah. like, why not? Let's let's do it. So, I loved it. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So again, we're we're picking up stories here. You said yeah. you had no stories. That's You've true. Got tons. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Looking to build more. Yeah. So. I mean. uh uh Nothing to do with you know with any bloodiness, but you know, yeah, <laughs> not so much war stories. Just not so much war stories. Funny, fun stories. So. Stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's it's cool to hear that this is because everyone I've talked to this year is like like this is like the best group ever. You it know? is. Yeah, yeah, it honestly is. I mean, yeah. there's really no division within yeah. the team. I mean, everyone when we're doing something, you know, there's a big group that's rolling that's yeah. rolling there. If it's not if it's not the whole team, it's most of the team and, yeah you know it's just like i said it's i've never been with a group that's this close where ev genuinely everybody lo loves everybody yeah you know what i mean where it's like sometimes you're on teams and you don't get along with this guy or that guy and you're kind of just you yeah know, yeah your work your your partners you know what i mean type thing but here it's been from day one just an unbelievable <laughs> group of guys it makes it so much fun coming to the rink each and every day yeah. and going to battle on the weekends with them and we've had so many guys coming in and out too which is yeah. weird you know but again even when guys leave i mean they, it seems like everyone who comes in you guys have, have gotten along you know yeah I mean, it's a very welcoming welcoming yeah. group i mean um like i said it's just we're all whether it's on the bus playing cards or whether yeah we're going to lunch for playing cards you know we just it's just such a good group that it's so easy to no matter what you're doing it's just so easy to to enjoy it and uh, enjoy the the run and the the run that we're on and we're obviously we want nothing more than a championship and that's you know that's what we're striving for and, and uh to win a championship with this group would obviously be a, a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, when we won it during the COVID year, I mean, got to say, you know, you were one of the pieces that it was like really wish Rimmer was here for <laughs> yeah. this. You know, yeah. you were, but you were big time at that point. You know, but <laughs> but still, it was like I, even I was like, oh man, I, I'd really like to have Rimmer yeah. here. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this the the stories that that those guys tell from from winning a championship. Yeah. I mean, 
it's just something that you want to be a part of. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something you want to experience really badly. And, you know, you don't know how many chances you are, you're ever going to get, yeah. you know, so you got to, you got to cherish each and every moment. And, you know, when you got a group like this, you really got to dig, dig down deep and then figure it out and, and get it done. That's that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, you know, and it is special. I'm sure your dad knows that. Your your uncle knows that. Yeah. I mean, they never had it. Did they ever win? Uh, yeah. My uncle, yeah. my uncle won two Kelly Cups. Yeah, two two Kelly Cups, and you know he still talks to to guys on that team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they, you know, they always say once you win a championship, you're yeah. you're bonded for life. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I mean, yeah. Just like I said, this group is so is so awesome and and fun and everything and like i said to win a championship with them would be would be unbelievable that's yeah i mean it's good you guys got the you guys got the focus mm-hmm. you don't have any other brothers or sisters just you and river just me and river yep. yeah me and my older brother yeah yep river cool yep. name yep <laughs> no so they actually uh how my parents got the names of me and my me and my brother they got the uh Back in the day, it was uh, an NHLPA handbook uh-huh. with all the names of people that are in it, and they kind of just went down the list, and, you know, whether it's a first name or a last name, they're like, oh, I kind of like well, River, <laughs> like, that That sounds kind of cool for a boy, I mean, River Rimshaw, you know, flows, and then with me, it's, uh, yeah, same thing, they're just going down the list, and, you know, saw the name Drake, and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool, you, I mean, I like to think they're two unique names, and, yeah. you know, I haven't really seen too many people with those names either, but, yeah. Yeah, here yeah, I thought I had something to do with the River Phoenix. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing like that. But uh, yeah, me, me, my older brother. He, uh, he's been awesome. Um, you know, he's my best friend, and he actually was a hell of a baseball player too. So yeah. he played, he played baseball all the way in high school, and then had to had to decide if he wanted to play D one hockey or D one baseball. Really? Yeah, he's a hell of an athlete. So yeah, yeah. he uh, ended up choosing hockey. I uh, went to Dartmouth for four years and then uh, medically tore his labrum one year, so he got a medical red shirt and then went to Miami of Ohio and had a good career there. And now I got, he's over in Europe. I got to hear more about your leg. How did you do that? I got <laughs> I'm need. Just, I'm just fascinated. I'm like, that had to have just been excruciating. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> I was going, I was kind of going to the net from the corner, and my teammate was coming off the bench, like coming to the net, like downhill, and then like a weird play just kind of. He kind of went knee, his front knee went to the side of my knee, and then kind of just bent and popped and cracked <sighs> and never bought me a bottle of wine or anything. <laughs> and this was your teammate? My teammate, so yeah. Never took me out to dinner, never never bought me a meal or anything. You know, the old shouldn't have been standing there, I guess. But he at least apologized? He apologized, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it. It was brutal. Um, but like you said, uh, my connection with the Red Wings, I got my surgery done by... Oh, the, the Red Wings Yeah, doctor. the Red Wings team doctor, so... Yeah. Knew I was in good hands, and I mean, yeah. At first, they were telling me my my season was over. Yeah, and that was it. And then uh, saw the Red Wings doctor, and he's like, "Oh no, like just put a couple screws in there, and you know, good <laughs> to go in four cut. months." I'm like, "Okay, well, it's not really ideal, but you know, I'll take it." And then, uh, so were you on like crutches? I mean, wheelchair? I mean, walker? What were yeah, you? Yeah, I was on. I was on crutches. Yeah, for the first little bit, and then obviously started slowly walking but i mean the scariest part i mean i'm glad it was my femur because it happened when i was 17 so they said because my growth plates were still open yeah and if my growth plates were closed i would have tore my acl and my mcl really so i'm glad it was just a bone yeah looking back i mean obviously breaking your femur sucks but (laughs) 
I'd rather break a bone than tear my ACL and then need a whole new knee right. completely. So right. definitely wasn't worst case scenario, but was not best case scenario <laughs> either. <laughs> so that's cool that the, you got the Red Wings doctor. Because like when, when DJ King was here, his dad with the Blackhawks, yeah. and like the Blackhawks team doctor did his surgery. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And then that Ottawa team, I went back, went back the next year and we actually acquired some guy from Pembroke, Ontario named Ty Feliber. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ty <laughs> play together in junior. I mean, I've known Ty since since we were ten years old. We're, we're really? The, yeah. I mean, we're the same yeah. age, and we both played. You know, we're both really good players growing up. And yeah. Played summer hockey together, and you know, I've known him since he was ten. So then, you know, when we got him from, from the Saginaw Spirit, obviously it was uh it was a lot of fun. And then him him coming here, he's messaged me. He's like, dude, like I think I'm gonna sign in Fort Wayne. I was like, dude, do it, like. <laughs> Unbelievable city, and then obviously to get the chance to play with them again has been has been awesome. Yeah, he's a character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just fun. He's the fella, you know. He's he is one of a kind, but we we love him, and uh, he's one of our best buddies. And it's like every guy who I who is from Michigan, it's like you guys all know each other. Yeah. It's like you guys somehow ran. I mean, even if like you know, like like when Jenksy was here, it's like yeah, he's older than everybody else, but yet he still knew everyone or yeah. like he you know played well, against yeah. them or Michigan yeah. like Detroit. It's like it's, it's obviously not a small city, but the hockey community yeah. inside Detroit is very small. I mean, you know, you guys a lot of guys skate together, a lot of guys work out together, so it's the hockey community in Detroit is very small. Um, you know, Steve Alexi. He used to play for, yeah, for Toledo. Yeah, yeah. He's, Steve, uh, Sean Sidlowski's best friend. Yes, yeah. yes. So he started a uh, a summer league for professional hockey players yeah. in Detroit. So all of us, we all skate in that. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I think that's kind of how everyone is so close still because everyone plays. I mean, everybody, yeah. every prof- professional hockey player in Detroit plays in Detroit. In Steve's league, so we yeah. all kind of stay close throughout the summers. And yeah, it was actually Sid was on my team this year, so I got to <laughs> got to see him quite a bit this summer. <laughs> Last summer, I guess I should say. So I could see how you and Sid could could get along. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> Sid was actually like the only guy I knew when I first right. got sent down here when I was twenty one. Yeah. we played together still, like even yeah in that league when I was when I was that age. So you know, seeing a familiar face when I first came in was yeah. obviously was obviously nice, and then. You know, obviously, Sid's a Sid's a hell of a player and a hell of a guy. So yeah. he kind of showed me the ropes a little bit of Fort Wayne and and helped me out. So. so, what was the transition like? I mean, to pro hockey. I mean, is it hard for you, or was it just it was just the fact that you're it was just different? Um, yeah, I mean, it was different. Um, I mean, I'll tell tell the story. I was going to my first training camp with with LA, and it was right when the season was about to start. My dad sat me down. He's like, "Are you you ready to take someone's job?" in LA yeah. and I'm like I was a young kid I'm like what do you mean am I ready to take someone's job he's like well you gotta go there wanting and expecting to take someone on the Los Angeles Kings job and I'm like well I'm 20 years old like I'll probably just, <laughs> I'm, I'm content with going starting in the AHL and you know figuring yeah. it out from there and he's like he kind of tried to explain to me then that like that's not the mantra or the attitude that you have to have going mm-hmm. into camp and now you know being in my fifth year I understood I understood completely what he meant where even if you're you know you're not going to make the nhl at 20 like you still got to go in with that attitude of i'm here to take someone's job 
versus just showing up to be like, oh, I'm I'm okay with just you know being yeah. in the AHL and you know and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, looking back, I, I like I said, I totally understand what he means. Like I wasn't I was never gonna make the NHL at 20, but yeah, just going in with the attitude of going there to take someone's job rather than just being content with, with yeah. being in the AHL. So I mean, that's kind of the stories that and the little things that I understood. You know, of having a dad that's played there and been there, done that, and you know him telling me those things that, you know, most most kids coming up in the ranks don't have someone like that. Yeah. So to have someone in my corner, like I said, who's been there, done that, and has all the experience, and to kind of guide you and and show you the way, it's it's obviously been extremely beneficial for me. <laughs> well, cool, man. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yeah, I finally. Know, uh, I was giving you some crap. I know. I've been on. I've been here for parts of three years. I've never been on the pod. <laughs> I, I was starting to get hurt. I know, I know. That's why you know, guys got to hey, step up and say, hey, Shane, what, 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 you know? Yeah. So yeah, you know, because no. usually I'm just going to grab the guy closest to me. So <laughs> no, yeah, I appreciate appreciate having me on. So. Oh, glad, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot, brother. Yeah. Another fascinating episode of the Huntington University Comets podcast has sadly come to an end, but don't fret. We'll have a new episode up next week. So I want to thank Drake for coming in here and talking with me and entertaining the masses. And I'm glad you were able to tune in and listen to it. So we will have a new episode of the Huntington University Comet podcast coming up next week. Thanks for listening.